Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, this is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. We're off and running on this Wednesday. Great to be with you. So much planned for you today. And Aaron, we will be introducing folks at 420 today to the newest bears on campus. Two cubs will be arriving in the habitat maybe midsummer. I think they're already in the area somewhere, undisclosed location. The cubs are making their way, getting acclimated, and then uh, they'll be over at the uh, the bear habitat. And that's going to be really exciting. And then uh, uh, right now, uh, Judge Lady is set for a midsummer permanent move to the Bear Habitat's newly constructed private auxiliary facility, where she'll remain under full care and attention from her chamber caregivers, Baylor Chamber of Commerce caregivers, and veterinary team. All right, Aaron. Aaron, a uh, bear. That's been in, uh, you know, in a situation like this, it can live a pretty nice, uh, good, you know, long life. So Judge Lady is 21 years old. Now, these cubs are just getting going. And the Bear Habitat's uh, student care team has nearly doubled uh, because, uh, well, all of them want to be around these cubs. And... You know, of course, then you have to also uh, care for the older bear. Um, in addition to the Aaron, it's a gold standard AZA. That's the American Zoo uh, Association, I believe. Uh, first university in the world to receive this designation. All right. And uh, this is going to be interesting as the Cubs will have a gradual introduction into the new home and routines at that Bill and Eva uh, Williams Bear Habitat. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be interesting to see how all this plays in. And one of the main uh, caretakers of the bears, the associate director of student activities over at Baylor, Dakota Farquhar Cadell, will uh, be joining us here in just a little bit at four twenty today. Uh, Aaron, you probably uh, grew up. You grew up in the Waco area occasionally going over the bear pit to see what was going on. Do, do you recall as a kid your first ever trip over to see those live mascots, li- the live bears that uh, that Baylor had to offer? Absolutely. I was uh, about six or seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and, and I've returned many times to see them. I believe the last time was a couple of years ago when I went to the Baylor bookstore. I try not to go there too much because – I don't want to go broke because I'll spend two or three hundred dollars. But oh. I, I do, I do enjoy going over there and and seeing the bears. Mm-hmm. Okay, new bears will be happening. There'll be all kinds of enrichment 
and we'll find out about the new Bears uh, coming up at 420. That sounds like something Stephanie, Stephanie in sports, uh, Stephanie in sales, of course, in her Stephanie Sports Corner. She loves a good bear, and uh, these bears, I don't think these bears, a lot of bears love to sleep quite a bit, but these bears have been kind of moving around a little bit, and uh, the bear habitat has cared for bears on campus since 1917. Can you believe that? The construction of this bear habitat in 2005, and then the accreditation from that AZA I was telling you about in 2021, milestone achievements. And uh, this is very exciting information. And we'll uh, we'll have uh, Dakota. Aaron, I feel like that's a great name for somebody that's the, the main caretaker uh, representing Baylor with the Bears, to, for him to be named Dakota. Does that, doesn't that seem like a guy that should be working with some Bears? <laughs> that, that the name definitely fits. Yeah. All right. We already have the weights on these Bears. Um in Indy weighing in at 25 pounds, and Judge Bell coming in at 21 pounds. All right, uh, so that'll be interesting. We'll do that at uh, 4:20. We already have a Rangers score today. Always tough when the Rangers. It's rare they do it. I usually, if the game's in in uh, Arlington, I'll go out there because I'm a lifelong Pittsburgh Pirates fan. But the Rangers won the series and. Uh, Won it today, three to two, and they did their damage early. First inning, they scored three runs, get a three zero lead right off the top uh, against the Pirates, and then are able to hang on. Win it three two. Pirates had some base running blunders. They were racing around third. One guy, I mean, just made a crazy on a base hit. He kept from second. He caught up with the guy in front of him, and then he then he held back. Then he got caught up in between. Home plate, third base, bad move there. But, Aaron, as bad as this bullpen's been for the Rangers, Will Smith got it done today, comes in a bases low situation and gets, uh, I believe it was Sawinski, uh, and, he, and he, he, gets, he gets out there, out of the inning, and then gets three outs to close the game out. Uh, uh, and uh, so, so a uh, two-inning uh uh, save i mean that's a uh or an inning and a third but i mean really really nice work by the old rangers simeon started this game with a leadoff homer stop me if you've heard that before the man loves a good leadoff uh homer aaron big win for the rangers as they improve to 31 and 18 that sound that's unbelievable 31 i believe that's right though 31 and 18 that's the first time they've been this much over uh, 13 games over 500 since the final game of the 2016 season rangers are getting it done and a, uh, a tremendous job aaron were you pleased with the rangers today oh how about martin perez with seven innings of beautiful work from our only had three strikeouts, but he spread it around and got ground balls and uh, and gets the win for the Rangers. Yeah, it's it's been so much fun this year. Um, just an unbelievable start. I don't think even the biggest Texas Rangers homer would have expected them to be this good this fast. It's been a really incredible ride. 
All right, and the voice of the Rangers, Eric Nadell, joins us today at 520. Eric's been through a lot, um, and, and he is uh, uh, has been dealing with some mental health issues um, and, and has not able been able to call any games this year, but continues to battle and uh, is kind enough to uh, jump on with us later today. And we'll just check on Eric, see how he's doing, see how he's feeling. And uh, a remarkable guy, Hall of Famer, and I'm so excited to get to visit with him. We'll talk a little baseball. We'll also kind of talk about mental health and, and just kind of see where he is and everything. But tremendous friend, great guy, and uh, can't wait to catch up with Eric Nadell. That's going to happen at 520. But, Aaron, you know what time it is now. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. The growing list of sponsors. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I tell you, Ted Teague was asking me, Mosley, can I, can I move off your show and go <laughs> over to Stephanie's Sports Corner? I said no, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, you can't do that. By the way, I'm in a. I'm, I'm trying out a Dodge Durango now. A Dodge Durango. Whoa, You're trying man. it out, but we just bought two vehicles, so I oh. don't know, Matt. How about That's you share? Point. How about we share? Yeah, you know what? I'll that, give it to you. <laughs> no, yeah, thanks, thanks, appreciate you. Yeah. That Dodge Durango, those got a little get up and go in it. It's got a mm-hmm. V8. It'll kind of get out from under if you don't watch it. And I did want to mention, Stephanie, you love it when I do this kind of thing. Um, in fact, let me look real quick, Stephanie. Okay. This is straight from our man Ted Teague. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a uh, uh, th- we got an amazing deal going on. Um, big Memorial Day sales event kicked off at Allen Samuels. Just announced ten percent off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500 wow. Crew Cab Lone Stars as well as the 2023 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Laramie, or 2.9 for 72 months. Those deals end May 31st. That's huge. That is uh, huge. Stephanie, in fact, if Scott didn't get that deal, <laughs> send him back up there. <laughs> Actually, he did. He did get a really okay. good deal. So, yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Yes. And uh, those All Lone right. Stars are pretty sharp looking. Very, very exciting yeah. news there. So, All right, what's uh, what's going on? What's well, going on let today? Me, uh, let me yeah, because yesterday that really got a lot of attention. <laughs> at all your pickleball knowledge. It's 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 a thing up there, and it is growing, growing, growing. Oh, it's here. I, I'm it's just here. It is. I'm just waiting for the pickleball league to start here in Waco, and I think we'll have to have an ESPN team try it out or something. But um, real quick, when you go to Allen Samuels, go to a, get you a new vehicle, and then drive on over to Uncle. Uncle Warm's Smokehouse. I got to give them a shout out real quick. Uh, tonight is ladies' nights, ladies. So go over there, get a group of ladies, and you can get 10% off um, your meal. And they have great food. Matt, mm-hmm. next time you're in town, I'll take you over there. Um, great, great food. Thursdays is karaoke. So if you want to sing, no. go on and test your musical skills in karaoke. I- I've got no interest in karaoke, but Uncle Worm got no no issue. They're doing a nice job, and I mm-hmm. like the way you always describe that. So we'll yeah. take a peek, and I think they they yeah. got a burger out there. Always love somebody that'll that'll throw a 
Uh, you know, throw a patty on the grill, yep. and I think they do that out there, so I'll give them a look yep, for and sure. They have great ribeyes. So, anyways, just want to say thank you to well, them for sponsoring us. And so, switching gears, I am talking about breakdancing today. And I <laughs> heard, <laughs> like, here we go. Well, get this. So, you know, breakdancing started in the 1970s down in the Bronx of New York. You know, like, it was going down. And it was created for a form of fighting between gangs, rival gangs. So instead of fighting, they would have dance-offs. Well, it got so popular that it even went overseas to Europe and Asia, and it's a thing now. Well, the official name is now called Breaking, and at the in 2022, the International Olympic Committee announced that in the 2024 Olympics in Paris, breaking will be an official sport. So... I think that's kind of cool. Well, Red Bull, as you know, does all the extreme sports. Well, they do the world's final championships each year. So if you feel like you've got the skills to be a break dancer, you can go to the world finals. You can go to um, the Red Bull actual official site, and it'll break it down all the extreme sports, and you can figure out how to qualify. Because I think you have to go to the world, and then you have to qualify for the Olympics. And U.S. is actually going to have a team there. Kind of interesting, right? Well, I well, kept. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, I I'd <laughs> like to respond if I could. Go I, ahead, jump yeah. in. No, I was just thinking as you're talking about this, my favorite break dancing movies of all time. But I kind of like what you say. This they're calling it just breaking. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if the styles. Do you know anything about? Do you know like if the styles have changed over the years? Does do does breaking. Ooh, I kind of like Beach Street. Yeah, there was a movie called Breaking. Yeah, I remember back that. In the day, uh-huh. I'm just wondering how much this has changed, it or really if there's hasn't... still kind of the foundation of it's the same. <laughs> Aaron's in here trying to break dance. He's doing the wave. <laughs> no, no, I was popping and locking. Get, pop, your, get your terminology right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, they it hasn't changed too much except for um, the different. Footwork. Footwork's always changing up. So I kind of like looked up the terms and the freezes, you know, like if you see them do a dance move and then they freeze and they hold it for a few seconds, that's still traditional from when it first started. All the different flips they do and then your footwork, of course. And then they have a thing called top. The term is called top rock, which is you dance while you're standing in place. And it's something they do right before they go down to the ground like when they like use their hands and spin or go on their head so uh it's still you know it's getting difficult and more difficult each year because they're adding different moves and you know i watched some videos and let me tell you something there is no way that i could do that no way i couldn't spin on my head i couldn't spin Mm. on my arms and you have to have a lot of strength um and uh athleticism so that's why they're considering it an olympic sport because you have to have all that and so it's considered a sport well get this there's two people we need to look out for so that's the term for a boy is called a b-boy and the term for a girl is called you did i didn't know that it's it's called a b-girl so they're the girl, her name is Grace Sunny Choi. She just won the world championships for breakdancing from the U.S. back in November of 2022. She is training each week with a strength coach. 
doing her, I guess she has a dance coach too, and so she's practicing and she's gearing up. We need to look out for her um, as she qualifies for the U.S. Olympic team. And then well-known B-boy, his name is Victor Montavlo. He is from Queens, New York. And so those are the two B-boys and B-girls we should be looking out for. But there you go, break dancing. Who knew? You know, I, what comes to mind, and I appreciate that you shared those <laughs> names with us. I know everybody was waiting on that. But I break into Electric Boogaloo. That was 1984. I think I remember that. Aaron knows. Aaron jumped right on that mic to say, I remember that. He probably watched it over and over. Yeah. Probably the film stars Shabadoo, Shabadoo, Lucinda Dickey, Michael Chambers, Susie Coelho, uh, and Ice T of all people. Ice T, yeah, yeah, I do yeah, remember yeah, he yeah. was in that. No yeah, big. yeah, no big. but yeah, yeah Stomp so. the Yard is a good dance movie. That's a street more about street dancing. Uh, Stomp the Yard, one that I enjoyed, and I would say probably the original Breakin', and then um, uh, a movie I think you would like. Uh, let's see, where is that? Can't stop the music. Can't, I don't okay. think I remember that and, one. Early, that's 1980. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and and there's uh, uh, th- this was this was uh, the film star Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> remember him? <laughs> yeah. From Pol- Police Academy and <laughs> yeah. Cocoon. Crazy. And other films. 1980. 1980. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. I don't even know where that. I was right. in 1980. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. That's okay. We're very young. I was very young. And so, anyways, I just thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, some of these extreme sports are actually becoming Olympic Games. Very, very, uh, yeah, I know. And and let's check her on that, Erin. I feel like everything she brings up, she always goes, it's going to be an Olympic sport. Nobody's trying to have an Olympic (laughs) breakdancing. Like some of this stuff is totally made up. No, you Um, go to paris2024.org and it's on there. It is not made up. It's Aaron, a thing. give her the stop sign. Give her the stop (laughs) sign. (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. You're welcome. All right. Now, Stephanie, I want to stick around for this. We're going to talk to the, the the caretakers of those new Baylor Cubs. A live mascot, two of them, are arriving on campus soon. We'll discuss next. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.49% for 72 with 5,000 down cash or trade. CTL Extra. See dealer for details. Richard Cars Lot is loaded with great deals on pre-owned cars and trucks. Qualified buyers can get a 2018 Ford Escape for only $213 a month or get a GM certified pre-owned 2019 Buick Encore for only $310 a month. Over 80 used, thoroughly inspected vehicles in stock. 100% approval is our goal. Call, log on, or get here now to save on your next ride at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. 
When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night. But also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found at other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. Excited about this. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Dakota, Farquhar Cadell joining us now. And uh, Dakota, are you getting any sleep these days? We've got these new Bear Cubs headed for campus. And, boy, yep. you've had a lot of – you've been a great caretaker <laughs> for Lady and Joy and the whole gang. But, I mean, this has – this probably has been a lot of fun, but also it's like being a parent. I mean, yeah. these 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 uh, cubs, you know, don't love to – now, bears do love to sleep. So maybe yeah, the cubs do. are better than dogs than, than puppies <laughs> at sleeping. Hey, welcome to the show, by the way. I'm I'm very Thank excited you. to talk to you today. Yeah, me too. I'm actually watching both of them wrestle right now in front of me. So oh your your commentary around their energy is perfectly timed because they never stop. They are always going. Um, they just started sleeping through the night about a week or two ago, which is awesome. But, man, they are rambunctious. 
Yeah, what do you read for something like that, like Baby Wise? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Like for, Luckily, I have a couple of my own kids now, so I have some experience, but these are pretty unruly. All right, Dakota, you are the Associate Director of Student Activities and the Robert L. Reed Director of the Baylor Chamber of Commerce. And then I don't know how you do all this stuff. you got a lot on your plate, and then you know how to care for bears, and you've been doing this for a long time, and then you coach up a lot of students. Uh, yeah. I read somewhere recently where there are like 20 students now involved, and maybe the numbers go down, obviously, during the summer. But at some yep. point, I mean, there's as many as 20. I bet they're all volunteering to be around these cubs. Are you, are oh, you almost are. having to... <laughs> have you had to like uh you got them coming out in shifts how how does that work oh yeah you know most a couple of the, the lead students just got to meet the cubs yesterday and it was like christmas morning for them you know it's like this is like the number one job on campus right now is to get to hang out with these guys and so um yeah we got students all over who are helping it's a little more relaxed in the summer but when fall hits we'll have a full team that will be dedicated to just caring for them and making sure lady gets cared for still too Okay, and Lady will be at a at a newly built auxiliary facility, and yep. and uh, we'll have some enrichment and everything. And Lady, we're talking about what twenty one years old. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of what kind of age range are we usually that that's at the upper end, isn't it? Or that's or does the upper it go? End, yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the field or in the wild, they live to their late teens, and then in human care, they can live up into their early twenties. And so she's in her golden years, and um, just she's ready for a, a slower pace, just to hang out by the pool, take lots of naps, eat her favorite treats. Mm-hmm. Her new habitat has, like, increased padded heated flooring. It's like the dream. She's going to love it. Ooh, ooh, nice. And uh, yep. she won't have everybody, kids, coming out there hollering and screaming or <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Although yeah. I, I... <laughs> she's gotten pretty good at tuning them out. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, always... just like our grandparents, you know, when you were younger, and our mm-hmm. our grandparents seemed unfazed about all of us running around. She's kind of yeah. our grandma bear, and she can just turn down that hearing aid, and she is just doing okay. <laughs> well, now tell me about this observational period where you were deciding, mm-hmm. okay, what cubs are right for Baylor? And I understand yep. there was a pretty big litter that came in in Idaho. That mm-hmm. um, that that really, I mean, they needed to do some things, and and uh, I mean, how did this all come about? Like, how do you? Yeah. Obviously, you knew at some point you needed to get some some new cubs. Um, yep. How quickly did it move once the litter arrived? And then, what was that like? Did you, Dakota? Did you make the trip to Idaho? Did you did you take a team with you? Was it just you? What was that whole yeah, thing like? Question. Yeah, we have a um, one of our animal consultants was able to bring two down to Texas for us, and so I met him in Texas. And um, at that time, you know, that, this park in Idaho had about triple the capacity for what they were expecting, and so they really needed to find homes um, for a bunch of these cubs. There was just nowhere to put them or nowhere to go. And so when we heard about that, we did a little more research. We learned more a little bit more about the opportunity. And um, getting, when when I met the cubs, you could just tell. You'll you'll know too, Matt, when you meet them. Right off the bat, you're just like, yep, these are the ones. <laughs> they are just absolutely <laughs> perfect. These are the ones that are meant to be at Baylor. Um, and then we spent, yeah, a good number of weeks, you know, almost up, uh, upwards of three to four weeks, you know, evaluating, making sure our veterinary team got a good look at them, 
making sure we got to understand their temperaments more. Um, and But again, from the beginning, we knew that these were going to find their home in Waco. Um, and then the next couple of weeks after that was just reinforcing what we what we thought was true in the beginning. They're just they're all star bears. <laughs> all star bears. I like that. We're already giving yep, yep. accolades to the bears. Let's make them earn it, Dakota. <laughs> yeah, Dakota. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten yeah. to meet these cubs yet. Uh, Dakota Farquhar Cadell joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, the Associate Director of Student Activities, and the Robert L. Reed Director of Baylor Chamber of Commerce. And how, and how many years have you been around these bears? I mean, I you've basically, yeah. you saw um, Joy and Lady from the time they were pretty young, right? Like three or four years old. Yeah. Uh, what, yep. how, how long have you been around the, uh, the, the habitat there at Baylor and been working with the bears? Yeah, well, like many folks in the Baylor family, my memories go back to when I was a kiddo, you know, walking over to Penland, getting an ice cream cone at the, in the dining hall, and then walking over to the pit and just looking at the bears, you know, um, being in awe of how awesome they were, even as a kid. Uh, and then when I went to Baylor here as a student in Chamber, I was part of their care team for a joint lady. They were quite a bit younger at that point. Um, and then I got to come back about six years ago to pick up where kind of I left off in some ways and got to re-engage with Joy and Lady full-time, and um, and then this, this past couple of months, bringing the Cubs on. So it's been a whole kind of full-circle moment for me. All right. Indy is Judge Indy, 25 yep. pounds, I was reading. Judge Bell, mm-hmm. 21 pounds. Can mm-hmm. you give us a projection? Will they be kind of in that um, the range that Joy and Lady ended up in, around 250 to 260 pounds, or is that hard to say at this point? It's it's really hard to say, but, you know, Indy it was the biggest of all the litter. She was the, the, and Belle was the littlest of all the litter. So we kind of have two bookend spectrums here, and there's a good chance that Indy will be quite a bit larger through her life, may even top into the 400 pounds. Um, and then Bell will probably stay a little smaller in that 200 range. Um, so there, there's a good chance. I mean, you never really know, but based on paw size and weights right now, there's a good chance that there will be that Indy will be bigger most of her life. And they already kind of act like that, don't they? I mean, the bigger, oh, the bigger yeah. bears, a little <laughs> more aggressive or or uh, more yeah. dominant. I, I guess I should say. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah. what what about the uh, the naming? What all? Mm-hmm. Who? What goes into that? I mean, do you? Yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, because they're really cool names, and they got great mm-hmm. origin stories, which I want you to to tell here in a second. But how does yeah. that? Um, how do? How do you all decide on that? I mean, do you do you bring the do you bring President Livingstone in? Say, hey, we want yeah. your we want your opinion on this. Oh yeah, I went all the way to the top. You know, we had a a neat kind of committee on campus that was representatives from lots of different parts of the university. And um, once I was able to meet the Cubs, you know, a month or so ago and we, and learn more about them, I kind of came back and reported more about their personalities, more about how they acted, kind of what they were like. And then we used that as kind of a guide to their names. And then there's just a lot of brainstorming and thinking what would work and what wouldn't work, different ideas, criteria, uh, and then, yeah, I moved up to the President Livingstone and Dr. Jackson to determine with President's Council, and um, they kind of came back with Indy and Bell. And so we're, we're huge fans, and it really matches the personality perfectly. They are just perfect names for them. All right, and uh, what is the, what's the diet right now? I imagine it will change as maybe they get a little bigger. Are we still 
yeah. doing some uh, milk and that type of thing, or what do you what with bear cubs, and then <laughs> do they already start to work on the vegetables and fruits and that kind of thing? What do, what, what are we eating at yeah. this point? Well, so right now they're basically on a milk diet, and they'll be bottle fed. Well, probably through their up to their second year, into their second year, and so um, they get fed about three times a day. They are eating and only during the day now. There was a time where they needed a midnight bottle, but they are all good now. And their milk, uh, Matt, is fifty-two percent fat. So it is like <laughs> thick milk. I mean, they are putting on the pounds, and uh, and they eat three bottles, about three bottles a day, three to four bottles a day. Um, now, Indy, who's a little more independent, which is perfect for her name, you know, she it, it harkens back to Independence, Texas, where we were founded. But from a personality standpoint, she's a little more of the independent bears. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has kind of started to snack on some berries. So just a couple of days ago, she had some blueberries. Mm-hmm. And yesterday she tried some blackberries. Um, and then Belle, who's a little more, he's a smaller bear. She makes up for it in her energy. She can take on Indy any day. Like they are, she does not let size matter. Um, but she she's also a little more vocal, so she's a little louder, <laughs> very similar to her namesake, just like the Bells. But she is still just on milk. She had her first BlackBerry yesterday, but she's a couple days behind uh, kind of moving into solid suits. Okay, love these pictures, and, I, and I, it's like meeting – you know, new players or something, and meet the Bears. Yeah. You got Judge Indy, yeah, yeah. you got Judge Bell, and it both yep. seem pretty. I like you kind of catch them in mid-walk. Uh, yeah. People yeah. will want to know, and a, a big popular question, I'm sure, is when do we get to meet the Bears? And I, I, I I'm know. certain this, this has to be a gradual process. Do you have a... Uh, a, a time in mind that you're targeting, or are you just kind of leaving that open right now? You know, we're leaving it open, but our target is midsummer. So I think mm-hmm. any time in the next four to eight weeks, we'll be looking at a transition. So pretty soon, um, but a lot of it will just depend on their own acclimation. Um, we're we're working a lot right now on the bond with um, the humans and their student caregivers, and so. Once they're ready, I mean, they're going to be in the spotlight for sure. Um, but it will take a couple weeks. Do they have like a, a dog as a buddy or anything? Occasionally some of these exotic uh, animals will have a dog around or something like that. Yeah, you know, I think unfortunately we're like their dogs. We, we play that role. <laughs> the thing about bear training <laughs> is that if you introduce a dog, it's got to be a dog that um, really exerts dominance over the bears or else they'll start to realize that, they're bears and they can even take down a dog. And so, um, so it has to be just the right kind of dog. Um, and unfortunately I have a cream lab, um, who would probably love the bears, but that dog is not, is a wimp compared to these bears. And so we'll probably just leave them, uh, to their own devices and kind of fill the gap on that carrying spectrum. Okay. I have a dachshund that I'd like to try out. Very dominant dog. (laughs) Um, and you know what, if they do something to it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me that much, but, yeah. uh, uh, no, it's a great dog. Uh, I don't think Scout yeah. would fare well with the bears, but, uh, that is really, uh, yeah, well, I, I cannot wait. And, uh, thanks for everything that you're doing. You've got a great team, although I bet mm-hmm. in, as it gets in the summer and all the students, you know, either graduate or, or go home, you're looking around yep. like, Hey, I could use some help. Uh, but you mentioned your kids, are they? Have they gotten to go uh, be around the the Cubs and see the Cubs? Oh, I they bet sure have. Oh yeah. man, how but, old are your they, kids? They just, 
I have my oldest is seven. I have four kids. Okay. Oldest is seven. Youngest is about six months. And so they span oh, in between wow. there. And um, but I just think it's kind of normal now. They don't think it's, I mean, I'm like, come on, isn't it cool? Dad gets to work with bears. And they're like, yeah, this is what you do. You know, <laughs> our kids is kind of, you know, it's all normal to them, whatever's around them. But they love it. Um, the the Cubs have been awesome with them, and and really our student our student team here in Waco, even on the summer, is just phenomenal. Like no one no one outworks the Chamber of Commerce. They're they're here all the time. They want to work. They're just all up for it. Um, and no task is too too big or too small for them. And so we're really lucky to have them steward the tradition of of bears. And I can't think of more um, more deserving and fitting students to take it on than them. I promise the Fijis did not outwork them. I can speak for the Figams <laughs> in the early 1990s. And uh, I had a bunch of buddies that were uh, chamber. They they seemed to yeah. be up earlier. They seemed to be around <laughs> campus. They would actually clean up after themselves. This was not what we were known for, uh, yeah, the Figams. Yeah. We did. We had a good run yeah. at sing. We could sing right. and we could dance a little bit, but we couldn't do That's any right. of that other stuff. Now, when was the last year, by the way, when bears were trained to drink Dr. Pepper. I know that's a no-no. I know that's a no-no yeah. now. Um, yeah. Although I would not be mad at you if you secretly, you know, introduced some Dr. Yeah. Pepper behind closed doors. But um, was that like 25 years ago now? It seems like yeah. it was just yesterday. Yeah, it really was. It was like the late, really the late, early 90s, late 80s. I mean, that was probably in the 90s. Um, okay. And and so, yeah, we, they don't get Dr. Pepper, but... You may remember one of Joy's final meals was a Dr. Pepper. So she got the whole Dr. Pepper and the Blue Bell before she passed, which I think is just a perfect rite of passage. You know, she's she's been waiting a long time, and she got she finally got Dr. Pepper. So, how cool is that? And uh, yeah. have you been out to try? By the way, the new Blue Bell uh, oh, Dr. Pepper float. Okay, have you? you have. Have you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact. Okay. Uh, in fact, late last night, I, I said, I thought to myself, if I just eat the white, is it that yeah. bad for me? If I just focus <laughs> on the vanilla aspects of it, but uh, yeah. pretty good. I'd kind of hoped it would not live up to the hype because I thought I would be less likely to eat, but but it has kind of uh, met the expectations. And yeah, you know what? Good. Better uh, uh, that Baylor should get some credit for that somehow in Waco. I, I just feel like Bluebell should put some of our you know some of our history like on the cartons or something all right you you and i could compare notes on that dakota okay <laughs> sounds good all right hey great to visit with you i i i my buddy brian fonbull i said that you were coming on today no uh over it's over at uh, central national bank you know one of the That's top awesome. executives over there and he was yep. excited he was like yeah i knew dakota he's a great guy so um yeah, yeah, you're very youthful like Brian, I'm, you know, so anyway. Uh well, hey, good to good to visit with you and uh best of luck as you as you hit this uh this midsummer. We cannot wait to meet Judge Indy and Judge Bell. Appreciate you being on with us. Awesome. Well, thanks for having us on. Talk soon. All right, you bet. There he goes, Dakota Farquhar Cadell, Associate Director of Student Activities. Robert L. Reed, director of Baylor Chamber of Commerce. Aaron, to me, like being in charge of those bears would be enough of a job. Like I would just be called, you know, caretaker for the bears. And this guy, <laughs> this guy has like all kinds of stuff. The Chamber of Commerce are like annoyingly invested in Baylor. They're like they do everything, and and he's over that, and That's he does a lot. The, the student stuff, and he's out having to try to. You know, make the Bears. I hope he has a good staff. 
You know, he needs people that can help him. I may go out there and help him with those bears. I really think the bears would enjoy just kind of a good, soothing voice. <laughs> Aaron, do you, think, do you think the bears would really like my voice? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know even if our listeners do. All right, there he is. That was good. Um, let's continue on. Uh, in the spirit of prayer, let's do um, let's do some campus confidential. Let's see what Aaron Sexton has on the agenda for us. That is next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Hey, Summer, I heard you're working at Lake Air Pool Supply. Yeah, Katie, Lake Air Pool Supply in Waco on Franklin. Aren't those the guys that clean your pool? We also sell top-of-the-line hot tubs and swim spas. Lake Air Pool Supply really sells swim spas? Yep, we sure do. Y'all are the experts, right? We're experienced technicians, expert chemists, and the friendliest faces in town. Wow, I had no idea that y'all are the best pool supply and hot tub dealership in Central Texas. Now you know. Stop by Lake Air Pool Supply today and let us help you make every day a great day. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam-up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. 
Up to 60% off. Storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns. Hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store. It's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at TurnerChevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And um, that was good, talking about those Bears, some of those Cubs about to show up, and... uh, Aaron, I had to focus on something else when he started talking about Joy's last meal. I, I got to tell you, I, I was just like, okay, don't. I mean, that, that kind of almost punched me in the gut a little bit, thinking, you know, about the before had to say goodbye to Joy after a nice long life. Uh, ooh, that was, that was, I just kind of, I went to immediately to something funny, which is pretty much I, how I handle everything in life, by the way. Um, Aaron, what do you have in store for us on Campus Confidential? I mean, is Stephanie still in there, by the way? I oh, mean, no. Does she, I, leave? Does I, she ever leave after the uh, after Stephanie Sports Corner? As soon as I turn her mic off and we hit the break, I'll run her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she, she left right after a second. She went scrambling down the down the deal. Well, she and Scott, I you know, you used to could bump into Stephanie at uh, one of the local watering holes. Uh, in the evenings, and the truth of the matter is now, she and her loved one, um, Scott, I mean, they they work out. They hit the weights. They go to the gym. It's a very active group. Very active. Did she say that she had dogs, too? I bet, you know, Stephanie and, and uh, Scott would do well with a bear, like a cub or something. I bet they would really be good caretakers. But people shouldn't do that. Only people qualified, like Dakota we just talked to. Uh, should care for uh, you know exotic animals. All right, Aaron, um, what do you have? What do you have for us today? Oh, and by the way, uh, Aaron, sorry to keep interrupting you. Eric Nadell at five twenty today. He's been away because of some mental health issues, calling games. He is going to return to the airwaves to be on the Mosley Show today. So if you've missed hearing Eric's voice, you get to hear it at five twenty today. And I know Aaron loves Eric Nadell. All right, Aaron, what do you have? I, I do. Uh, one of my personal heroes. So glad he's on today and glad he's doing better. The, what sh- I think should be a bigger story, the ACC today became the first Power Five conference to adapt unequal revenue sharing. The ACC Board of Directors endorsed a new revenue distribution model today that rewards success based on postseason performance, basically if your school goes further in the NCAA basketball tournament or in the college football playoffs when they are expanded in 2024, 
the team that does that would receive the extra revenue generated by that success. Mm-hmm. The rest of the revenues generated by television rights deals would be distributed equally, but the more successful teams on the field and on the court will get money, more money now with the ACC's new rules. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe North Carolina will make it to the tournament this year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those old Tar Heels. Uh, Aaron, who who are among the have-nots in the ACC? Who are kind of the what I like to call the sad seven? We've been talking about the the big time eight, the big time seven. You know, and of course North Carolina puts itself in there. Wait, does NC State? Isn't that interesting? You got two nice size state schools, so they don't put they put Wake in the sad seven. Does NC State count itself as the big seven? I, I guess don't it believe does. so. I don't oh, really? think so. I think it's. Clemson, Clemson, Virginia, Virginia, Tech, Virginia, Virginia Tech, North UNC, Carolina, yeah, uh, Florida State, yeah, Georgia and, Tech. I uh, see they don't. Georgia Tech stinks. I don't think they're in the top. <laughs> no, seven. you may be right. Let's yeah. see. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, I, four, I, I would put Georgia five, Tech in the in the bottom seven. But that, um, I, I honestly, this thing makes sense to me. I mean, I and I, I think the Big Twelve and other things should look at this. I mean, whoever gets to go, like OU, all those years they kept winning the Big Twelve in football. I mean, I I think they should have got been able to keep the lion's share of what they earn. Now again, that's not the way it's been broken up in the past. It's a sharing, but I certainly don't think some of these basketball programs. When Baylor won the national title and Kansas won the national title and Tech played for the national title, I don't think Porter Moser at Oklahoma sitting home on his duff should have been making any money off of this or OU. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, OSU, I like that coach, but OSU hadn't done anything in about six years. Golly, I mean, the Travis Ford era is looking better all the time with this group they've put out there. So I'm I'm all for the top, the top, um, you know, the top dogs getting the most pay. I don't think that's a bad deal. And you were talking about that quote, "Magnificent Seven that's been meeting to discuss finances in the ACC. It's F, Florida State, Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, North Carolina State. You are correct, and the Virginia schools, Virginia and Virginia Tech. So, what does that leave? Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, Louisville, Boston College. Georgia Tech. Yeah, just what as just the bottom the seven. Yes, the dregs. All right, and uh, best of luck to all those schools. Although Wake Forest beat up on most of those teams, so I, I don't, I don't know if this is totally fair, but I understand, I understand what's going on there. And the the main reason is, of course, all these people are blaming the previous regimes, and I, I that and it is true in the case of. Uh, the ACC, it was the previous commissioner who gave them such a bad TV deal. All these places are having to scramble because of the previous. I mean, Larry Scott at the Pac-12 put them in this spot. I mean, the, I mean, you can't, it's, it, when you start reading more about the Pac-12, Aaron, and I know we've been talking about it, but, like, that San Francisco 
um, the, 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 the technology they built to have the TV studios and all. I mean, it was like e- it was ESPN or something. I mean, they were sinking millions upon millions to have, like, ten floors of this gorgeous building in San Francisco. And now everybody's having to pay the bill to even put it back to what it was. You, they're going to cost them $10 million to even get the place looking like normal office space again. Larry Scott embarrassed himself, but he, like a lot of these people, he rode off into the sunset with a bunch of money. But, I mean, sometimes if you go hire, like, the, the WTA commissioner, you're going to get a tennis guy. You're going to get a guy who knows tennis <laughs> but doesn't know the rest of it. And that's what they did. And that's why the Pac-12 is kind of in an embarrassing place right now. Day one of the Big 12. And I love tennis. Don't get me wrong. I play tennis almost daily. But I'm just saying, if you get a guy, a tennis commission, a tennis guy, to try to do football and all the other sports, he may struggle. All right. Sorry. <laughs> no, Go you're ahead. good. Day one of the Big 12 baseball tournament is underway. Two games already in the books. TCU, an easy 16-3 win over Kansas State in game one. Game two was the first upset as top-seeded Texas fell to Kansas 6-3. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in what may be the last Bedlam baseball game for a while is in the bottom of the second with Oklahoma leading the number 18 Cowboys, 4 to nothing, And then the last game is tonight with Texas Tech taking on number 21, West Virginia, at 8.30. You know, Aaron, I just, the Big 12 baseball tournament is dead to me. I mean, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I, I love the Big 12, and I follow it and all, but... I, I, you know, I'm, I'm still a little bit saddened by the softball team. Our baseball team will be fine, but they didn't even qualify. I mean, I made fun of University of Texas a few years ago for not qualifying, so we got to take our medicine, but we're not even in this thing. And because of that, I just have zero interest. Now, I will watch the, the, uh, when they get to the NCAAs and they get to the, the Super Regionals and then they get into the World Series, I like all that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not giving up on college, you know, baseball as a whole. But the, the Big 12 tournament, Aaron, somebody told me recently that West Virginia was good this season. That was all that was sort of news to me. <laughs> news to like, Texas, too. <laughs> <laughs> they just rolled them this weekend. <laughs> Uh, West Virginia. Oh, Texas beat West Virginia, didn't they? Yeah, they swept them to yeah. claim a, a, a part of the Big 12 title, which they could only do if they swept, which yeah. they, they did. Well, West Virginia is apparently blaming that sweep on Bob Huggins, <laughs> of all people. <laughs> oh, Huggy. I wonder how – What do, you think he's just in – just in hiding right now i bet they're just like no interviews i mean honestly he should have found they put that poor ren baker who's a friend of ours they made him go out there and face the reporters and he was like well i'm uh, i'm gonna point you to the press release i'm gonna point you back to the press release they should have made well it should have made huggins they got huggins speaking to every lgbtq plus um you know group in america he's on some kind of tour but first of all, I don't think he's qualified. I mean, when you listen to that, 
you know, vile stuff he threw out there. Do you really want this man? You want to send him out to talk to people? I mean, it, that's, I mean, it's strange. If I'm one of those groups, I'm like, I don't know. The guy that's dropping all this, you know, uh, slur, slurs or whatever you call it, uh, homophobic slurs, I don't want him showing up at my group. You know, I mean, do we really want? I don't know. I mean, I again, I whatever. But uh, Aaron, I'm sorry. I'm I'm really going <laughs> off on a lot of different people today. You're angry today. Uh, I, not, it's not even anger. No, I don't no, know I what know. the yeah. I don't know what the deal is. But um, I, I'm just kind of what, whatever you bring up. I'm just kind of teeing off on them. What's next? Who do I go after next? <laughs> the Big Ten. We talked about them yesterday and the trouble they're having with the. Uh, media deal that wasn't finalized by ex-commissioner Kevin Warren. They did get some good news today. We talked about the quote-unquote big, biggest brands in the Big Ten not wanting to play primetime games in November as part of their new TV package, which is what was promised to NBC. Well, they at least have one game finalized. Michigan State will wrap up its regular season against Penn State at Detroit's, Detroit's Ford Field on Black Friday, November 24th, as part of the Big Ten's new primetime package with NBC. It'll be a 6.30 kickoff for the uh, Spartans and the Nittany Lions. The Spartans will play at Ford Field for the first time since 2010, giving them six true home games this fall. But obviously the big news is they've got two of the teams to agree to play in primetime on NBC. Yeah. Uh, you're right. They didn't want to play those home games. What else did Warren leave them? Didn't he leave them with a big check or something, like a big uh, debt? I'm trying to think. You know, Pac-12 has that horrible thing where they got to pay a bunch of money back or some kind of Big yes, Ten they, thing like that. They owe Fox because of missed inventory from the pandemic and because ex-Commissioner Warren promised the, I think, 2025 Big Ten championship game to NBC when he actually didn't have the authority and I think Fox still had the rights to it so they've got they I think they owe Fox about 70 million something like that I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll double check those numbers but it was it was a pretty big oh, number oh man oh man thank you Kevin Warren <laughs> thank you Larry Scott Bang thank you job. Bob Bowlesby <laughs> think about like every ACC hates whoever did their deal Who's there to guy now? Phillips, somebody like Jim Phillips mm-hmm. or somebody, some kind of Phillips. I mean, the only by, the only person that everybody's just kind of happy with their predecessor and their current guy is the SEC. Everybody else can't stand the predecessor. Now, I don't. I I still like Bob Bowlesby, but of course, people were beating up on Bob like crazy. And then Bob's uh, predecessor, that interim. Chuck Ninus, every once in a while his name comes into my mind. He's probably, I guess Chuck's still with us. I mean, he may be 90-something years old, but that guy really did help the conference at a very bad time, at a very tough time. Chuck Ninus, former Big 8 executive, stepped in and helped in a big way. So I always like to give a shout-out to my old friend Chuck Ninus. The Georgia Bulldogs and Florida Gators announced today that the schools have exercised the option to play their annual rivalry game in Jacksonville during the 2024 and 25 seasons. The Georgia-Florida game has been played in Jacksonville since 1933, except for two years in 94 and 95. 
because of the construction of TIAA Bank Field. The Bulldogs and Gators are scheduled to meet on the field October 28th for this year's matchup. The extension comes after Georgia head coach Kirby Smart expressed <laughs> recruiting concerns with playing the game in Jacksonville prior to last year's matchup in October because NCAA rules don't allow schools to host recruits at neutral sites. <laughs> so it'll probably have a huge impact on Georgia's recruiting. Oh, yeah. God, that was going to really destroy them. Something like that. Okay, Aaron, I like this. Let's do our uh, let's do our Schmaltz's trivia question real quick. And uh, two free sandwiches, if you can name, what is that game called? Aaron was just talking about it. Florida, Georgia, they play it in Jacksonville. That game has a nickname. It's very well known. First person to respond on the text line, free two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. The greatest sandwich in all of Central Texas. That's 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. All right? If you can get this one right, you get the two free sandwiches. What is that game called? Okay? Uh, Aaron, we'll, uh, we'll, I bet we get a bunch of answers on that. Did you have one more, Aaron, before we, before we hit the break? Yes, I do. Uh, a judge has denied bail today for former Alabama basketball star, star Darius Miles, who's facing a capital murder charge related to a fatal shooting near Ooh. campus. Tuscaloosa County Circuit Judge Daniel Pruitt said at a hearing today that the bail issue could be revisited later. Miles has pleaded not guilty in the January shooting death of 23-year-old Jamia Harris, the former reserve forward, and Michael Lynn Davis, both 21 at the time, are both charged with capital murder in her death. Yeah. Man, that's a, that whole scene is rough. And then they recruited somebody else that had some issues, and they stopped recruiting them. That whole program has been both great and an embarrassment uh, at the same time. But uh, Nate Oates continues to do his thing. And uh, the man wears some pretty interesting sport coats and runs kind of a renegade program. All right, Aaron, uh, appreciate that. Good stuff. Campus Confidential. Reminder, Eric Nadell has been off of Ranger games this year because he's uh, encountered some mental health issues. We're going to have Eric on our show, and that will happen at 520. Next, we'll get you, catch up. Uh, we'll get you caught up on some uh, Rangers. Really big win today for the Rangers and a couple of Baylor Nuggets. All of that coming up as we start the 5 o'clock hour next. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. 
the real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. This is ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com up to 60 percent off storewide clearance now at dmra fine jewelers friendly gia certified diamond experts top diamond quality thousands of markdowns hurry in up to 60 percent off at this first time ever clearance event at dmra fine jewelers loose diamonds engagement rings wedding bands diamond stud earrings watches diamond fashion and gold fashion all up to 60 percent off not a discount store it's only at dmra fine Jewelers. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. On his Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley show, Eric Nadell, the uh, Hall of Famer for the Rangers, is going to join us at 520. Got a lot to catch up with him on. Eric's not been calling the games because of uh, some things he's going through, and we'll we'll bring that up, of course, and, and talk about that a little bit. Uh, that will be, uh, that will be uh, interesting to catch up. And I kind of want to see what he thinks about these Rangers. Uh, who got another victory today, a 3-2 win over the Pittsburgh Pirates. And it was uh, first inning, they scored three runs, and that was all they needed. They end up winning the game 3-2. And uh, Simeon, with another eight home run, he's got eight on the season. Uh, Aaron, it's just kind of wild how they're, they're all, like even the catcher, Heim, 
33 RBI. Josh Young, 34. Simeon now at 40, batting leadoff. I mean, a guy that drives in that much, that, that kind of production, and with that kind of pop. And now, I mean, you know, you're like, get this guy as many bats as you can. And, of course, it helps that the back end of the lineup is uh, performing well. Um, and uh, didn't really happen today with Grossman and Tavares and some of those guys. Actually, Leoti did go, uh, Tavares went one for three. Aaron, I mean, think about how long it seems like we've sat there and wondered if Leoti, Tavares, you know, what he's going to be. Is he ever going to really show up in center field and, and, uh, and, and be the guy? Well, he's hitting 304. Um, I mean, he's... He, it's just, and he's got a slugger, slugging percentage of 408, which isn't bad for him. I mean, the best slug on the team right now is Seager. Of course, he's got a, he's going to need to to qualify. He'll need to get some more at bats. He's been out for a while. Nathaniel Lowe. I mean, it just goes on and on. Adolis Garcia is sitting there with 530 uh, slug, and I mean, as far as getting on base, which of course in modern day is how we measure a lot of this. Seeger uh, again leading the way, 418. I mean, I am just I'm just amazed at what this team is putting together and today the starting pitching. Now Aaron they tried to run poor LeClerc out there. You know, in an important game, they're up 3-2 and they're like, "Hey, get out there, help us LeClerc." Get goes a third of an inning, gives up two hits. Uh I I just can't trust him at all. Will Smith comes on with the bases loaded and goes an inning and two-thirds, um, gets five outs, two strikeouts, and uh, closes this thing out. That's a great sign. And then Martin Perez, seven innings, two earned runs, and uh, just continues to get it done. I mean, Aaron, did you see – I mean, they got another complete game the day before. They win 6-1. to one. And um, they get they get nine innings. Who was that, Aaron? Was that Avaldi? I'm just trying to think because Heaney's pitched okay. Just trying to think who that was yesterday. Was that Avaldi? That um, yes. That went with a complete, complete game. game Isn't that amazing? Second complete game. People don't do complete games anymore. And Avaldi goes out and gets that. Now Simeon had that home run right there in the first inning, and then the uh, Rangers just kept scoring. And Pirates had a great chance uh, late, and they couldn't get it done against the Rangers. Rangers hold on. Uh, just extremely impressive how far the starting pitching's going in these games. And, um, Aaron, I can't help right now, but um, I don't know if you're the same. I, I find myself already kind of looking at the standings, not because the playoffs are close or anything, but it's just kind of fun to look at. Rangers 31-18. and 18, Best they've been, uh, highest they've been above 500 since the end of the 2016 season, uh, 2016 regular season. They do have, right as of now, a three-game lead over the Astros. And from a winning percentage standpoint, Aaron, they are uh, only the Rays are ahead of them and the Orioles. Orioles are barely ahead of them. Orioles are 31 and 17. Rangers 31 and 18. 
Uh, it is amazing. I mean, Aaron, think about that. If you're Boston and you're sitting there in, in, in Toronto in the NL East, or ALE, excuse me, and, and you're sitting there 26 and 23, thinking, oh, we're okay. We're, we're hanging in there, playing okay, playing some pretty decent baseball. They should be in the mix. They are both eight and a half games out of first because they're trailing the Tampa Bay Rays, who are sitting there at 35 and 15. All right. I mean, that's 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 wild. Thirty five and 15. And honestly, they've cooled off just a little bit to get to that point. In fact, they're five and five in their last 10 games. Aaron, in the National League right now, um, you know, you got the you got the Dodgers. They've got the highest winning percentage right now. And then Arizona's right two games back. Um, of them, and uh, and the Braves are playing pretty well. But it is fascinating to watch baseball. Aaron, baseball is just so much more fun when the Rangers are good. Now, both you and I grew up as Rangers fans, and so some of our Astros fans out there, like Bryce Cherry's like, hush, Mosley, hush. He's an Astros fan. He wears all the Astros gear. Even though he's a sports editor, he's not supposed to show any partiality uh, or any bias, <laughs> and he's wearing all that Astros gear. Really worries me. Okay, I like to read a clean Waco Trib with no with nobody being part. Actually, he's a columnist. He's allowed to be a little partial from time to time. Um, so that's interesting. The Astros playing well recently, but are only, um, you know, they've moved to within three games of the Rangers. But the Rangers holding them off. Rangers now sixteen and eight at home. And fifteen and ten away with a one hundred and twelve run differential. Um, okay, it is the Matt Mosley show. We're very excited to bring you a guy who's not been on the air this year, but is still one of our great friends and an all-time great Hall uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster. Eric Nadell, Rangers broadcaster, joins us next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Our buddy number check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda, a meeting with the media yesterday, a speaking engagement in Fort Worth last night. We'll have that coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Check out the Baylor Bookstore on campus for the latest men's, women's, and children's Baylor apparel. The Baylor Bookstore, also available online at BaylorShop.com. 
It's Jeep season at Allen Samuels in Waco, and the deals on Jeeps are hot. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with $5,500 in total values or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with total values up to $5,000. Or if that's not enough, get a 2023 Jeep Compass with 5.9% for 72 months plus $2,000 in total values. Plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Find the Jeep that's right for you at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Coach Dave Aranda began his Texas tour last night, meeting with the Baylor family in Fort Worth. Prior to leaving town yesterday, he spoke with local media, talked about the plan of what's going on moving into the summer phase of preparation. Uh, Since the end of spring, we've finished with our finals, you know, our team GPA, I think, ended up being a 3.02 for the whole team. This is the second highest, I want to say, in Baylor football history, you know, after the fall 2021, uh, you know, semester GPA. So way proud of that. A lot of freshmen and everything that were involved in that and um, were a big, a big piece of that. And so I think it's a great um, kind of foundation for uh, what we can do this summer and uh, what we can accomplish in the fall. You know, I think the the detail and the discipline it takes to do things when you don't feel like it are um, one of the things that are expressed in, you know, academic success. So excited about that. You know, um, we got, what, 15 guys here reporting on uh, Saturday, so excited for that get them into the uh, get them into the mix and uh, um, you know in with our family and then starting summer you know summer's such a um, uh, such a busy time not only with um, you know we have lifting and running and we've got um, football school so we've got drills and um, uh, conditioning uh, conditioning drills and then um, time in the uh, in the classroom to, to teach, um, summer camps, official visits, all of it. Head coach Dave Aranda, who also made the official announcement yesterday, Blake Shapin will be the starting quarterback for the Bears going through summer work and into the 2023 season. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam-up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Chance Wilcox. 
Libby's life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Joe, ESPN Central Texas. Happy to have Eric Nadell joining us now. And uh, Eric, it is so great to get to visit with you. You've stepped away from the booth this season um, uh, due to some uh, mental health issues. But, man, I think about you often. I've texted you uh, some, but man, to, to get to have you on today, I'm just uh, so excited. And folks, uh, our listening audience is, has been excited about getting to hear your voice. I appreciate that. You know, you, I appreciate the love and support from so many Ranger fans, and uh, I appreciate you checking on me regularly, too. Thanks, Matt. You bet. And of course, we all sort of want to know you know, how things are uh, are going for you. Admire the way you've been open about this. And, um, it, it, it you know, it can't, on top of everything else, to be such a public figure and to be someone this time of year, that, you know, that sort of adds another layer, I would think, to, to dealing with everything. Um, how are you feeling these days and how all the, the different things that you're doing and, and to try to get where you need to be, uh, how is all that going? I think it's progressing well. You know, there's um, there's good days and bad days, but more good days than bad days now. And I think I'm making progress. I'm feeling better. My mood is better. Um, and, you know, I think I still have a ways to go. Um, you know, my original issue and longtime issue really uh, was with sleep, which really became acute this time. And uh, that's, you know, that that's still a concern, but... Um, 
I'm hoping I can get back, you know, sooner rather than later. I just can't really put a timeline on it. Now, this, this, you did go through something similar to this about 20 years ago. I heard you talking about recently, talking to Mike Ducey. Um, does this feel, it, was it the sleep, does it feel pretty similar to what you were, were dealing with uh, 20 years ago? Because I think what you said is, at that time, you just kind of powered through, and you, you just didn't feel like that was going to happen this time around, so you made the decision, you know, before uh, before the season got started. Yeah, and last time, you know, it lasted a lot longer than I wanted it to. And, uh, you know, I was 20 years younger, and it, my mind was 20 years sharper. And so I was able to power through it. You know, I didn't feel, you know, this time that I could really do justice to the job uh, and really and do justice to to myself uh, if I didn't just step away and concentrate on on getting healthy. I bet people have reached out to you and, and, you know, you've always but you've had a heart for people that are going through this. We didn't know before. It's because you had faced some of that. What what kind of led you to be? A little more uh, transparent. Obviously, you have to, you know, say I'm not doing the games. So, you know, there's some kind of explanation that's going to be out there. But it does seem like maybe you're more comfortable talking about this now. What what's kind of led to that? Do you think? Well, I think part of it, Mo, is that you know the culture has changed a lot in 20 years. You know, the stigma around mental health issues, you know, has been lifted to a large degree. You know, you see players now taking leaves due to anxiety. You know, you never saw that before. Uh, and, you know, public acceptance uh, has become much greater over the last 20 years. So that's actually made it easier for me to be honest about the whole thing. But uh, really, when it comes down to it, you know, if I had missed games 20 years ago, uh, you know, I probably would have had to talk about it. You know, I'm not I'm not going to lie and make up some story, uh, you know, about having some other sickness or something like that. You know, I'm not going to make up some excuse that isn't true. But this time, you know, I've gotten so much support. And, you know, the other aspect of it is, you know, by doing it as a, quote, public figure, I'm hopefully encouraging other people to do the same. Uh, you know, when they have a problem to, to talk about it and to go and get help, which is the most important thing. How do you think you'll know when it's time to return to the booth? I, I, I'm sure that's uh, uh, is, that's almost like a daily question maybe you ask yourself. Or, or have you been able to kind of put that out of your mind for the most part? Yeah, I've put it out of my mind. I, I kind of have this feeling that I'll just know. You know, I'll know that, uh, you know, my mind is sharp enough and um, I'm staying on top of of the coverage of the team, you know, watching or listening to the games, keeping a day by day book, um, texting and talking regularly with with Jared and Matt. And I'm so excited about the team. It's it's phenomenal. That's, you know, it's one thing that's making it even harder for me to be away. It is amazing, uh, talking to Eric Nadell on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, that the, the Rangers start 31-18. and 18. Eric, that's the, uh, that's the best they've been, 13 games above five hundred since the end, I believe I read, of 2016. 
Um, what what about this has surprised you the most about this start? Is there what has what what do you what has just kind of almost uh, caught you by surprise? Would you say? I'll tell you, with the record of thirty-one and eighteen, as well as they've played, the surprising thing is that they've lost eighteen games. Uh, you know, they gave away five or six of them late. You know, with you know, with the bullpen collapses, they they haven't won a lot of games in that fashion. They've just been bludgeoning people to death, and that's the thing that has surprised me the most. You know, we knew the starting pitching was going to be really solid. Um, you know, you had five guys in the rotation with, with proven track records, uh, including DeGrom. Uh, Dunning, who has filled in marvelously, has been one of the biggest surprises. And the fact that he's been able to pitch this brilliantly, both as a reliever and as a starter. But remember, he was the Ranger Pitcher of the Year two years ago. And then last year, basically tried to pitch the whole season with a bad hip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't make excuses, but he, you know, he tried to try to grind through it and, you know, just didn't have the same sort of results. Uh, but the, the way the offense has produced top to bottom uh, has been the most surprising thing to me. You know, we know they'd score runs. Uh, we knew that they were fifth in the league and runs scored last year, but to do what they're doing this year, you know, and, with the run differential the way it is, you know, they're averaging winning by what almost three runs a game. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and the Astros have been playing well. I mean, you kind of thought, well, the Astros will get this thing rolling. And even though they went on that great streak, there's still three games behind the Rangers. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have that feeling like what happened to the pirates this year with the thing just falling out from under them because it, because it's the pirates you saw that thing, and you're like, eh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's real. With the Rangers, some of this is starting to feel real, and, and because of the numbers, like you're saying, the run differential is unbelievable. I mean, only Tampa Bay really uh, you know, is, is, is more impressive than the Rangers in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, Pittsburgh doesn't have guys like Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager no. and Adolis Garcia. Uh and and they low as the core of their offense. The surprising thing to me uh, offensively has been how many runs the Rangers have produced after those guys, you know, and when Seager was out, you know, the way that Josh Young has played as a, as a raw rookie, the improvement you've seen in guys like Leody Tavares and uh, Ezekiel Duran and, and Jonah Heim. It, it's like every single player on the offensive unit you know, who is not already proven as a, you know, bona fide, high-quality big league hitter uh, has stepped up. And, you know, you, you can credit coaching. You can credit preparation. It's interesting when you, you know, when you hear interviews with the players, they always talk about the pitching, too. They don't feel the kind of pressure that they felt in past years where, you know, they felt like they had to score a ton of runs because, they expected their pitchers to give up a bunch of runs. Uh, so I think the hitters are probably a lot more relaxed than they were in the past few years. You know, they had six straight losing seasons since that 2016 year. Golly, it is amazing. In, in Bochi, you know, it's kind of, you, you wonder if just his, you know, 
what his voice has been like with this team. There's a lot of young players on this team. There, there's some veterans, but there's some young guys that don't remember, you know, all his greatness. I mean, they were just kids when some of this was happening. It is interesting. He he does have an aura about him, and you've been around a lot of managers over the years. What what did you what did you think when they made that hire, and 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 then the way it's played out? Um, how do you how do you think he's sort of resonating with with these players and in, in, in the clubhouse? I was really excited when he got hired. You know, when when Chris Woodward got fired, you know, we were all just hoping that Bochy would be the guy that Chris Young would be able to talk him out of retirement, and that the Ranger ownership, you know, would commit the money to convince Bochy to come out of retirement, which basically they did. You know, if you know, if they hadn't made that commitment so that they could go and get people like DeGrom and Andy Valdi and retain Martin Perez, um, I'm not sure that uh, you would have seen Bruce Bochy here. But he just has a wonderful touch. You know, think of it. He, he gave Josh Young the number five spot in the batting order on opening day and said, look, this is your spot in the lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, just relax, do your best. Um that that takes a lot of confidence for a manager to do that. Um, I think he's handled Ezekiel Duran really well. Um, it helped Zeke that he had the opportunity to play every day when Seeger got hurt. Uh, clearly, um, somebody has gotten to Adolis to get him to stop chasing bad pitches. Um, similarly with uh, Leody Tavares, especially when he's down in the count, you know he's not an automatic out anymore. Um, so you credit Bochi, but you also credit that entire coaching staff. Bringing back Mike Maddox was, you know, I wouldn't say it's a stroke of genius because we know how good a pitching coach he is. He was here for those World Series years, um, but getting him back here was uh, it was a it was a big coup, and I think it's been a large factor too. The Maddox hand on the shoulder. That brings back some great memories, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure does. And, and you know, and, and the preparation, too. And You know, things have changed, you know, since Mike was here last. There's a lot more information available. And, you know, he was always really good at, you know, preparing the scouting reports uh, and getting the pitchers ready uh, to face specific hitters. But now he's got so much more weaponry to work with in terms of the analytics you know i'm not surprised that uh, that he's able to employ that and and the pitchers are doing you know better than ever i mean native all these you know looks like he's going to have a career year the guy is already about 33 years old yeah and in in this day and age when we see a complete game that's pretty crazy i mean we just don't we don't see it that often, and he's had two this month. And, and again, that's the, that's the recipe for a bullpen that's shaky. Now, today, Will Smith gets it done. Uh, I, you know, LeClerc, you can tell they're trying to race him back. They're trying to get him involved, and, um, and you know, it's just a struggle for him. But uh, I, it, that, that Will Smith, I mean, that has to give him a lot of confidence to be able to get one home and the whole team. Because that can be tough on a team, even that's doing well, when you give up those. And it's not just late leads, is it, Eric? It's it's those middle. It's when you have to turn it over to them in the in the you know the sixth inning or whatever. That's where some of the the trouble has cropped up as well. 
Right. The deeper the starter goes, the the better shot the Rangers have. You know, the fewer relievers you have to use, the better chance you have. And today, you know, Jared made a great point on the broadcast today that Will Smith had never had a five-out save in his career, um, regular season or postseason, you know, and got the job done today. Uh, as far as Leclerc goes, you know, he gave up one hard hit and he walked a guy. The other hit, though, was a, was a, a lucky hit. It was, you know, a, a bloop, broken bat bloop. So, uh, you know, even though he had to come out of the game there, uh, I, I wouldn't say I was encouraged by his performance today, but I was not as discouraged by it as, you know, you would think when you just look at the line in the box score and the fact that Bochy mm-hmm. felt the need to bring in Will Smith there with the bases loaded and one out. All right. Well, I thought, Eric, I thought about you because I went to one of those backyard concerts recently over off kind of the Lakewood area, uh, off Skillman. And uh, it was, you know, it just kind of reminded me of the stuff you love and a big gathering out there, some food, some barbecue uh, out there in the backyard. There was somebody from Shooter Jennings Band that was playing. There was a blues and it was like three different people. They weren't really a band together. You know, it was like three different acts, and they would just stand up there together, and one guy would play, and then the next guy would, you know, it was a very interesting. But uh, I know you've done a lot of those over the years. You've hosted those, and so uh, I did want to bring that up. And I know, boy, this is the time of year, the uh, the birthday bash, which has become such a huge thing, and I know, uh, I know that continues to uh, – to be a, a really big part of your life. Yeah, and, well, you know, we had a fantastic turnout. You know, it was a sold-out house last week for Daphne Willis and Danielle mm-hmm. Ponder. Um, it was exciting for me to be there. You know, it's the most people I've seen in one place, you know, over the last six months. And the as far as the house concerts go, to me, that's the best way to, the best way to enjoy a show where you can interact directly with the musicians you know, it's so informal. You know, you get a chance to talk to them, and uh, I I just love doing that. I'm glad you got a chance to do that. All right, I kept looking around, seeing old radio guys that we know, like uh, uh, Chick Ring and somebody. I mean, there were just like uh, different guys just showed up out of the out of the blue, and so it was it was kind of uh, who's our friend Russell, who's been in radio forever. Anyway, it was uh, it was. It was kind of fun to, to do all that. Well, listen, we've been thinking about you a lot. You sound great. And like you say, you're staying on top of this. You'll be, when, it, when you know it's time, you'll be, uh, you'll be ready to roll. Do you, um, do you like to listen or watch or do you kind of do both? Do you, how, do you, how do you take these things in, um, you know, being, being at home, which is so unusual for you? Yeah, I do both. Sometimes, you know, I'll watch with the radio sound on. Um, depending on how much of a gap there is, you know, I, I'm not technologically savvy enough to sync up the radio sound with the TV sound. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do it both ways. And I think our TV crew is excellent. Obviously, I love Matt and Jared. I think they're phenomenal. Um, but I think our, our TV crew is excellent. I think Dave Raymond is spectacular. C.J. Nitkowski is one of the best analysts in the game, and I really enjoy the insights that we get from the, the two Daves as well, David Murphy and, and Dave Valley. I think the Rangers and uh, and John Blake gets a lot of credit for putting that TV crew together because uh, 
I, I really enjoy the telecast as well as the radio broadcast. What, what you make of that A's broadcaster who just got fired? I mean, you guys all know each other and have crossed paths over the years, especially with the A's. Uh, we don't have to – I mean, it, you know, I you, you like to think people can make mistakes. That was an awful one. Uh, but what, what what is your takeaway when something – like that happens. I mean, that obviously that's an extreme example of something that happened. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, it, you know, I, I, I know Glenn Kuyper is a really good guy, and my, you know, I feel very strongly that it was a, just a slip of the tongue. Um, I've had many a slip of the tongue myself where just the wrong word comes out, but unfortunately for him, the wrong word that came out is, is just totally unacceptable. And you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to comment on whether, uh, you know, NBC, California or Bay Area or whatever it is, and the A's made the mm-hmm. right decision. But um, uh, I actually, I actually feel, I feel bad for Kate because I, I, you know, I really do think it was an accident. All right, Eric. Hey, thanks for doing this, and uh, we we want we look forward to hearing you. But just continue to take care of yourself. You sound great, and it's just it's just fun to get to hear from you. Thanks a lot, Mo. Great talking to you, and uh, I appreciate the support from all the people in the Waco area, as always. All right, there he goes, Eric Nadell, the uh, legendary voice of the Rangers, the Hall of Famer, Ford Frick Award winner, the whole shebang, and uh, it's. Uh, it's just uh, tremendous to get to hear from him, and uh, you know you can. He sounds great, and he's obviously staying on top of the baseball. And the most important, though, is to get uh, himself right. Uh, and, and this is something Eric's just shared before that runs in his family. And it's a lot of our families uh, that we have people who deal with mental health issues and and. Uh, anxiety you have heard of players recently you have heard of players stepping away it's rare it was rare it's becoming more common and even at baylor and on college campuses we're doing more about mental health awareness we're having mental health awareness months and you just don't think of it's hard to believe when somebody who's that used to being on the air and in front of people and and doing these public benefits it's it's just kind of it's just so surprising, but also, I mean, I think it's good for all of us when, when to hear somebody of that stature say, I just can't do it. I can't do it right now. And I need to take care of myself and I need to get better. And I know some people say, well, I can't do that on my job. I can't, I get that. I understand that. Um, but you know, we all have issues and, um, that we're dealing with. And I just hope Eric, can return to the airways. I was looking, I was preparing for today's visit with him and realizing that he's 72 years old. And what he was talking about is 20 years ago, he got hit with a wave of, uh, and it sounds to me, Aaron, I don't want to, you know, try to analyze this. I'm not a therapist, but the, the sleep is a, that's a tough one. When you can't sleep and, and maybe you're just kind of, getting an hour or two and then you're already you know eric's getting up there a little bit and he's still extremely sharp and he sounds great but man if you can't go to sleep that is that just has a horrible impact mentally and in just the rest of your body so much is impacted by that and uh just 
pray that he's getting the, uh, I mean, obviously he's going to have great help and he's talking to people and he's trying to work. And as he said, he's having more uh, good days than bad. And I think that is, uh, you know, that is, uh, that's a very, very uh, important. Uh, Aaron, we'll have the dismount coming up in a minute. We did, uh, had some, well, it just, that was tough news earlier today that um, Tina Turner uh, passed away. Uh, she was in her 80s, and they don't get a lot, uh, they don't get a lot bigger uh, than uh, than Tina Turner and everything she went through in her relationship uh, and then just became one of the great solo acts of all time. We know she was with Ike there for several years, and that was a very tumultuous um, relationship. And she came out of that, and, uh, and she just, I mean, I, I'm just reading everything people are saying about her. She was amazing. And she just had a way about her and loved her performances. And it just, she got better with age. You know, some people over the years, you know, they have that great run in the 70s or 80s. And you don't hear from them. Tina Turner kept performing, was amazing on stage, boundless uh, uh, energy. Just the the kind of performer she was, it just, uh, she was bigger really than just about anybody. And one of the great female or male um, acts of all time. And uh, it's just it's just cool. I, I've been kind of going back and looking at things that were written about her. There's an old 60 Minutes piece where Mike Wallace interviews her. But uh, um, it's just uh, it's an amazing, amazing uh, life and uh, that she had. So uh, rest in peace, Tina Turner. Uh, today, both everybody weighing in. Here's a statement by President Clinton on the passing of Tina Turner. Aaron, it was good to hear from uh, Eric, and want to see him back on the air. I, uh, Matt Hicks and Jared Sandler, who we had on recently, have done a great job. But the sound of summer is Eric, and there's just a, there's a poetic uh, thing about him. There's something he understands the pacing of a baseball game. And, Aaron, I think one of the things when Eric comes back that he's going to enjoy is he won't have to talk as much. These games are a lot shorter these days with the pitch limit, uh, the pitch timer. And and we're averaging somewhere in the neighborhood of, oh, you know, a lot of these games are coming in right at two hours or two hours and 15 minutes. I think he'll love that. Uh, but it's it just we need to hear him, and and for those of us who grew up on Rangers baseball, it was Mark Holtz and it was Eric Nadell, and uh, tremendous to have Eric on with us, and I think just everybody getting to hear from him probably made everybody feel better, and uh, it gets everybody excited about the time he will be able to come back, and Aaron, I'm sure that makes it even tougher, like he said on him, the Rangers to be as good as they are. He's called a lot of games on bad Rangers teams, and I promise you that gets old, although you'd never know it by listening to him. But there was a lot of years of frustration, six straight losing seasons, and now they're good. And hopefully uh, Eric can come back and uh, be on uh, Rangers broadcast soon. Of course, you can listen to the Rangers right here on ESPN Central Texas, and sometimes we move them over to our Fox affiliate as well. Next, we get you caught up on a couple of items 
Some breaking news coming in this afternoon in the dismount. That is next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in in West or online at ChevyOfWest.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Stay close. The dis- out with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, I was just looking as we get ready to say goodnight at the latest from uh, Arlington uh, and uh, the, uh, well, the Pokes of Oklahoma State had uh, had a two-run base hit uh, to cut the lead to four in Arlington, but OU has struck back. I, I, uh, it's 7-3. 
I believe is, yes, it's 7-3 now, and OU seems to have a little something going in this game. Aaron, I hope they, I hope OU in Texas just enjoys the heck out of the SEC. You know, I mean, I think that'll be really good. They'll get in there. I mean, here they are in the Big 12. Texas got miraculously claims a conference title, a share of the conference title with a sweep over West Virginia. Aaron, what would that season, what would that land Texas, This a similar season in the SEC? About eighth place? Yes. I mean, it's just, I mean, I like the Big 12, and I think these new teams will be pretty good. But the SEC, the money they're spending, and Arkansas and Tennessee and LSU and how much Mississippi State, Ole Miss, even Alabama, where the coaches bet on everything, it's uh, it's an amazing deal. So enjoy your last few moments. OU in Texas. Get one more run next year. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. Everybody have a great evening. We'll do a Thursday show tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Moore.